0: All right, let's do this. Oh, oh. I'm so bummed by you right now. I gave you one set of instructions. Don't talk until I point at you. How long have you worked in production? Grant, did you haven't worked in radio. You're not like Johnny Podcast. But a finger move. It was literally like, hey, John, you sing your song. You Improv. Went. Do it. You No, no, I won't. You went.
1: Dan, right. improv the Where? song. Sing a song. <laughs> la 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 la. la no.
2: is, how was that? Is it
1: good? Hooray for Brian Wood. He's a jerk. And then motioned to me, and then said, "Let's do this." And then when I talked, was like, "What are you talking for?" Mm. You said, "I'm just going to motion to you when you can talk." And then you motioned to me, and you said, "Let's do this." Did you so, say
2: you're Johnny podcast, by
1: the way? I no, said I'm not Johnny. Cut. Podcast. Oh,
2: okay. Cut. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, how can you get mad at me? We them? had the
0: conversation before as the, as the show started. And the conversation
1: went exactly like this. You said...
0: And you're not even still supposed to be talking. Don't I'm talk not, yet. I'm not talking We're not, yet. You no only If I said I'm you could sing, I yet. said you could sing. Dan okay. Satchoff is here.
1: Yeah, he's visiting us. Mm-hmm. As far as you know. You know that? I'm, I'm going to go back to yelling at Brian really. Okay, quick. Yeah, go ahead. And, yeah, I'm sorry. You My said, bad. I'm going to motion to you mm-hmm. when it's time for you to talk. Would you like a Hall's to No, thank you. Is that the candy you eat now? Would you? Would you like a... Oh, it's old man is. candy.
2: So you it's pass great. that
1: out for Halloween. Hey okay, everyone, a bag of halls <laughs> and some mentholiptis. Worst, worst
2: Halloween treat you ever got as a kid? Go uh, popcorn balls that were ah. just popcorn balls with no sugar coating on the outside. They were literally just popcorn. What probably were they with stuck gum, together. Gum, with? Probably with gum in what, the
0: middle. What was it? Oh. <laughs> was it a homemade one? Did you ever get the bowl? There's the ones that I think you could buy at the store, yeah, right? No. And then yeah. there was people like I'm going to make the kids my own. And Saran wrap yeah,
1: so, yeah. and who would eat a, that got saran wrap as a... is...
0: i did i ate them well but back then i don't know how you i knew all our neighbors so you know i didn't and you knew which weirdos to stay away from what was your worst I uh... thought, i'm
1: sorry i thought you said you got saran wrap as a treat or whatever and i was like yeah like, i got that, that too he did of... just he chews oh, on Christmas. saran wrap
0: he's he's one of those guys in that one show where people eat mm-hmm. weird things my strange like, addiction like, thank yeah, you very yeah, much yeah thank you my daughter i favorite drink show. bleach
2: oh my god is it
0: that one the where people eat their hair and drink bleach
2: and
1: yeah yep they drink their urine Go figure. On every episode? on every, Not, well, not only during on camera, sweeps. Just the producers of the show drink oh, okay. their urine when they're off camera. Mm-hmm. Worst Halloween treat I ever got was a pencil. Mm. Unsharpened pencil.
0: Well, you know what mm. they're saying is go home and do homework. Yep. That's really what they've Study. just said.
1: Oh, and I think it was like a pencil with like a bag of pennies. Mm-hmm.
0: So that you could throw it out their window? Easily yeah.
1: the, dirtiest, <laughs> the dirtiest treat. Yeah, and that's what you want to do, really, is yeah. Oh, give me a pencil. Ugh.
0: Mm-hmm. The dirtiest treat.
1: Pennies? I mean, come on. Maybe
0: I can use these pennies to buy an apple at the next place. I don't got not candy. Let's do a
1: show. Maybe I could put them in my mouth and get whatever diseases come with pennies. Oh, don't put pennies in your mouth. Yeah. John. No,
0: you're supposed to when you drink, right? No. Mm. Yeah. Wait, Someone, that was that. That was you. You talked I, yeah. about
1: that. Yeah. I was when I was 15. He gets excited about telling drinking oh, things. Just 16, listen to him. 16 years old. Oh, when comes. I was 15, 16 years old, we were drinking in this. He tells us every week, by
0: the way. We he's were... like my father. He has no idea how many times he's told Have this. Have you story. ever heard this
2: one?
1: <laughs> Brian, start the show. Can I talk now? Yeah, go ahead. Point. Um, when I was 15, I did tell this last week. When I was 15, 16 years old, I went drinking with some buddies in this park like idiots uh, when it was obviously dark, and my friend mm-hmm. starts doing donuts on the baseball diamond in his car. <laughs> And then obviously the police see us from the road and they start to head towards us. So we have like two or three cases of beer. I'm like, shit, get the beer in the car. So I throw all the beer in this car and then I sit on it. So I'm like on a case of like a couple of cases of beer like all stuffed in the backseat of this car and the cops roll up and they like open this door and they're like, Get, get out of the car. <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Well, okay." And then they were. Then they made us because there was so many of us. There was like five or six of us, and they made us get back in the car and follow them to the police station. What? Yeah, I was small like, town.
2: Was this Mayberry? I was gonna yeah, say. It's yeah, a Small town. Yeah. And
1: look, what are we gonna do? Run away from them? I mean, <laughs> so, John's not a runner. So in the car. No. no in the car, this girl was like, "If, if they're gonna make us take, take breathalyzer tests and find out we're drunk," and I was like. Shit, how, you know, and I, we're not even the drunk people aren't even driving. Like no one's getting a DUI. That's not sure. what's happening. We're just getting sure. underage drinking tickets at this point. That's all. Yeah. But so I put a penny in my mouth to suck on it for a little while. And then I, like halfway through that, I was like, well, uh, I don't believe you, and this is gross. So she said that if you suck on a penny, it'll you would you would, you would foil a breathalyzer. Wow, which is something she heard from somewhere. Some
2: uh, she probably read it on the internet. And the um, other guy next to him said, "If no, 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 you I suck on school. my nipple." Oh, okay, no internet. there was no
1: interweb at that time. <laughs> there was yeah. no internet. That's
0: right, Brian one. The other guy said, "If you suck on my nipple." So John tried that one too. <laughs> Didn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Hey, if you hide my dick <laughs> in your butt." Got a prom butt. date. Wow. Like, okay, uh, <laughs> wow. I guess we'll do that.
2: But... Thank you very much. I'll never get that image out of my head now. <laughs> That's
1: what me and Eddie um, always say when we're driving around. Quick, hide my dick in your butt. So people you know thinks we're gay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Gosh. We have good times, guys. Wow. I see that. Manufactured oh. good times. <laughs> They're not manufactured. They're real. We're manu- oh, I mean. okay. Do you mind if I
2: sweep the quarter hour right now since I'm behind behind a microphone, maybe? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, everybody. Coming up next, some air supply. I don't know. That's, that's not I sweeping sw- the quarter. That has
1: nothing we- to do with sweeping the quarter I don't hour. Know. Sweep what the quarter a- hour right Brian. In. Do it. No. Hey, it's 15 on. on the, right? Yeah. Traffic yeah. is big and fat and... All right. So... Either... Um,
0: <laughs> Excellent. So I have a beard now, and I'm going to stick with it <laughs> because that what I, that is? Yeah. Well, it started with, uh, an, it was an illness beard, but it, it like, <laughs> I, I, I was one of those things where I hadn't looked at myself in the mirror for <laughs> days on end. <laughs> and <laughs> when I did, because I am now officially at an age where when I actually looked <laughs> <It's> at myself <laughs> the in the mirror, beard. and I had I had peeled off my illness jacket that I was wearing for a couple of days. <laughs> like this, the layer. Of whatever, the layer, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, you, mm-hmm. you can, right? And you're just, you're just yeah. And 30
1: t-shirt. And... so. <laughs> I
0: look in the mirror and literally, not only did I grow it in the beard area, but Uh my 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 neck was full on, and it had circled back around and tied Uh, into my neck hair. And even I was repulsed. Yes, that swirl. There was there was no gap. There was no uh, gap. It literally Robin Williams all the way around me. What an animal! And so. I had to. I couldn't understand why my youngest son was like, "Yeah, cool," but I think it was because he thought I was a yeti, and like <laughs> Probably, he was just,
1: yeah. "Hey, I saw Star Wars. You're like Chewbacca, <laughs> <Exactly>. different."
0: <laughs> oh, so I, I'm oh, keeping man. the. I'm I'm keeping the beard. Uh, it's good. It's good looking. Minus the. Uh, it's it's tough because it's like a, Brett you know, Favre. Yeah, a little, bit, a little bit of gray in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, Dan Satchov, you, mm-hmm. you, you, I, I complimented you on your pompadour. Thank your, you very much. Thank you. See, this is what happens when you get older. You really start. Ex- you have to start <laughs> accessorizing after a certain age. Is as that a man. what I'm doing? No,
1: You're just going no. Bald. you
0: look at this. Are not you not going bald? Did, Come on. Do you ask when you go get your haircut? Because I every time like be honest with me, what's going on up well, there? Well, who
2: cares? Who cares? Do you really care if you go bald? Well, you have nothing to say. You have dude. Pompadour. I don't care if I go bald. I can wear a
1: great wig. Then is so so that a guy who's married with two? Like no one's. Dan, you're damaged goods already. You can do whatever you Thank want. Thank you very much. Wow, you can do whatever the you want. The sanctity of marriage is thrown fat, right out go the bald, crapper. It's not going to matter. <laughs> Brian, you're the same way. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Plus, I wear hats anyway, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't
1: matter. Because what, Always.
0: I've almost always worn hats. Yeah, you know, like 20 years That's, ago, people were like, "You're going to go bald if you keep wearing that hat." I'm like, well, whatever. Well, you had a great man, gonna, fro when you I, were a
2: male model
1: as a kid, though.
0: I couldn't. I tried to grow with a mullet. We talk about the mullet. I can't remember. We probably covered everything here, but I could. No, I couldn't we grow the barely mullet.
1: barely talked about you on the show. So. I, I couldn't
0: grow the mullet because so I, I had curly it. hair, so it went mm-hmm. shot out. <laughs> it was. It was. Shot out the back. It was, did it? Yeah. it? went. It instead of going down like a waterfall, uh, yeah. it actually went out like a ledge. So <laughs> it didn't
1: really. I don't know what that was. <laughs> well, that's see, nice. See, I don't know what this is going on here. Like, I, yeah. should, I should get a hat when I put on headphones, because it's always bad.
2: You need a curling iron. What you need to do is just wrap that around there, and it'll look great. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Flat iron. Ceramic flat iron. I don't, that don't like need. that idea. Yeah, Plus come on. Sweating, like,
0: I think, hey, as oh. a person who's never mm-hmm. had straight hair in my entire life, yeah. I don't... I Straight hair, to me, I don't ever see it being... Bad. Like I don't care what condition straight hair is into me. I, mm-hmm. I've I've off because I've wanted it my whole entire life. Yeah. That uh, I your hair right now doesn't matter.
1: Welcome back to Hair Talk, everybody. Tonight. Is the caller there? Special.
0: Probably was that the Anonymous. Incredible Hulk theme song? Yeah. 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 I met you Lou wouldn't Frigno. like me when I met. Have you seen me since I met Lou Frigno?
2: I you have posted you it, didn't you? You posted. A I'm a
1: different
0: person Does now that different? I've met Lou. Dan, Dan, I shook his Dan, hand. Dan we
1: talked. How was Louis? How was
2: Louis? I. Hi, I, you know me
1: I, I talked uh, what, to him and I uh, do what? not make fun of Lou. He, he just did. I, I talked did to him
0: yeah. and and at, I, as long as he was looking at me, everything was fine. And then I started having a conversation. I realized he wasn't looking at me anymore, <laughs> so he wasn't paying attention to me anymore, <laughs> and I just felt stupid. But yeah, yeah, he did do it on purpose. But did sure. you guys
1: talk about the movie uh, Hercules?
2: Oh, oh, was I supposed to?
1: No. Do you remember that movie he did?
2: Was that the one with Schwarzenegger?
1: No. No, he played Hercules, but they overdubbed uh, oh. his voice.
2: That was Schwarzenegger,
1: wasn't it? No, that
2: no. was Schwarzenegger Hercules also... in New York?
1: Hercules in New York. Yeah, uh, no, Hercules in New York. Wasn't here.
0: I'll, I'll go on IMDb. No, but he's uh, Dan's right. There is something to what Dan is saying.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, there's something like words involved, yeah. But I don't know if there's any <laughs> Hercules. Fact or... oh, How man. do you spell Hercules? H e r j o n h <laughs> e c k
2: c u l e s Hercules in Hercules
1: New York. Was...
0: Let's see what happens here. Uh-huh. I can't. The server doesn't work right now. I didn't oh. do a good job.
1: Well.
2: I'm not a tech guy. I'm not a tech guy, guys. Well, you could have just. Joined we'll go back the to network. tech talk, Brian. Tech How talk. do I fix my server?
0: Remember We've done Dan? our due diligence of wasting the first ten minutes of the show before we actually introduce good. our guests, which is what we specialize in here. I'm sorry, good. our visitor.
1: Yeah, we don't call them guests. We call them visitors mm. because that's normal, right? Wow, yeah. you're visiting, I right? Someone to say as far that as that I know, I'm visiting. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> wow, but I'm just saying. I mean, we what? don't have guests. Dan just dropped in. mm Hmm yeah well, i was nothing, in the neighborhood nothing was we weren't planning it he just nope. dropped in and i just visited. happened
2: to be around i was doing uh, amway around the corner
0: dan sachoff i don't know how you met dan john i met dan good gracious.
1: dan is an actor comedian mm. uh Good study of characters. Yeah. Uh, writer, producer. Done a little bit of everything this yeah, kid. Yeah, he's got his hands in the cookie jar.
2: Jack of all trades and master of none.
0: But that being said, so I used to run a show at the comedy store with
1: Peter <laughs> and Sprite. This, and this is a is this a comedy club or? <laughs> <laughs> it's a restaurant. So it's a do- It specializes bar? in guns. You go there and buy comedy.
0: Yeah, so um, it's a store. I, Peter would book a lot of people that I just didn't know. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I, the comics would show up, and you know, and, and being a comic that ran a show in, in, every week, you just stop paying attention, people, too, <laughs> until this freak shows up. Yeah. So he comes up and he's got this character called the dude and he's mm. completely decked out. He didn't look like his, this pompadour <laughs> that, kid right that. here. <laughs> no, he's dressed like a dude from the seventies with a mustache and big sideburns. But the thing is, he's so good and he's so weird and such uh-huh. a freak that he's so good at his makeup oh. and wardrobe. You don't know that that's not what he really looks like, right? right?
1: You believe that that's the dude <laughs> who looks like
0: that. So he would show up to these shows to and anything. he would do his thing. And I would just be sitting in the back because most of it's traditional stand up comedy. But he's not yeah. doing traditional stand up comedy. He's doing a character. Right. Yeah. right. And I'm just sitting back there because I. I'm... But you
1: don't know it's a character?
0: No, 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 no. I mean. I know it's a character, but I just he assume knew. it's him.
1: That's how. He but looked. I would but sit that's in the, the crowd
2: too. I would come out of the crowd, like I'd sit at a table yeah. with people, and then I'd have my ghetto blaster underneath yeah. the the table. So then when I came, when they introduced me, people are looking for the comics backstage. So I'd bring that up, and I'd walk up out of the the audience. I think that's yeah. why he was a little concerned. He thought, and "Oh, you this guy
1: right got not know gun. how this works." Yeah, exactly.
2: Or... <laughs> so he did this for a while, and I never.
0: I mean, maybe a friendly like, "Hey, whatever," right? <laughs> how, I kind
1: how did of, it play for the crowds? it was great,
0: but I kept my distance from people that I thought were weird. So. I didn't talk to him that uh, right? Are. Yeah. And yeah. he would the thing is is he never got out of character, so he would show up that way and he would leave that way. And he didn't
1: And in and between he, would talk to you that way. Yeah.
0: So I didn't <laughs> think much of it. So anyway, I end up I months later doing some random gig on the Sunset Strip at some bar or something like that. And <laughs> he's on the show as the dude, and I'm like, hey, whatever, in the beginning of the thing. Hey I've seen before. Yeah. Yeah. And after the show, for whatever reason, this is the night he decides to take all this stuff off and stay there. And he comes over and he starts talking to me like we've known each other. Yeah. And and I think you had the Sausage Quarterly.
2: I had the Sausage Quarterly. Yeah. I was a big fan of it.
0: Yeah, I yeah. wrote this thing called the Sausage Quarterly about dudes. Yeah. It was, it was a newsletter. Up. Yeah. So awesome. He, and he's like, "Man, this is great stuff. I really I really like what you've been doing." And I'm like, "All right, man. Okay, dude." And <laughs> and finally I'm like, who are you? <laughs> we, yeah, and, and then if like, it, it finally happened, I'm like, Oh my God, you're that weird dude with the mustache and the wig thing. And he's like, Oh, I and he, I think he. But you have to admit, part of it, you like that, right? Oh you yeah, like the, well, the I'm, I'm a huge
2: Andy Kaufman fan, and that was what inspired me after I got kicked out of the groundlings. It was my 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 goal to do something. But you like get kicked Ka- out. Uh, well,
1: well, not we, kicked let's out. not get there oh, well, yet. Well, yeah, we no, got it. Yeah, we have yeah. to start we because have, Dan. We have a long way to yeah, go.
2: I man. am so excited that
0: um, that Dan is here because I, I again, we always learn stuff that we never knew about our friends by asking questions, but I know there's there's one story I want Dan to cover, because he used to do some pretty amazing stuff a long time ago in this business, and he's got one of my favorite stories.
1: <laughs> well, so, really? Can, can I talk about how yeah. the first time I really met Dan, or probably not the first time I would met him, maybe it was the first time I met him, first time I'd ever seen him, I think, do comedy. I walked into the improv on, I don't know, it was probably a weeknight, but like a few years back, and... uh I was with—I don't remember who I was with. I want to say I was with like Matt Dittman or something. You want me to Google him? Yeah. Who was John, <laughs> yeah, John, Witt. John With? Who John Witt. He met Ask Dan Siri. So I <laughs> Domino's I got, Pizza. I, I walked in early to kind of survey the crowd and see what what everything. What, if there was people there, what, what the show was like. Yeah. So I walk in. I kind of do like I start at the stage and I kind of da, 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 <laughs> and I get to the back corner where the comics used to hang out. <laughs> you know, at the improv before they put the boots in back there. Yeah. And I see a full-grown man. Uh, in a Boy Scout uniform. <laughs> oh, you met him in that era. With a okay. fucking puppet, also in a Boy Scout uniform. And I turned to whoever I was with, and I said, if I gotta go on after the fucking guy with the puppet, I'm quitting comedy. And sure enough, they're like, you're after Dan Satchoff. I go, who's that? You know, the, and literally the guy goes, the guy with the puppet. And I was like, oh! So I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and Dan goes up there, and he does the Scotty and Sunshine the Scotty and Samson Sunshine Scout thing, where it's oh, like yeah. racist songs sung like they're being sung to children, and <laughs> it was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. And he gets off stage, and he walks by me, go, "Hey, dude, great set, weirdo," <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he goes <laughs> "Thanks." And he, and he walks all the way to the back, and I just looked at him, I was like, oh Fucking comedy, man. <laughs> the, 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 the
0: one thing uh, that uh, I will say about Dan that I, I, it doesn't matter what character I've ever seen him do, full commitment. Always. Huh. people are never quite sure what they're in for, and you <laughs> always win the crowd over. Because I've seen not again, always not in my world. You do, <laughs> yeah. and, and you, you, I know sometimes you think it's not working, but I mean, yeah. listen, we all have our bad nights. But overall, sure. the, the hit ratio is way greater than than the fail. But the <sighs> the, the point is that with you, it's like. You always seem to, you you find a zone, and it it works. And I have seen a lot of people that have tried to do stuff over the years. You and I always talk about, I joke about this, uh, speaking of the comedy store, this woman, she would just do stand-up every week, and that wasn't working. So then one day, out of nowhere, she brings in a life-size Um. African American oh, puppet. Remember, remember this? That. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know where. Just Life went
0: size. just went from just doing traditional stand up to now she's a puppeteer, but not just any puppeteer. Oh boy. She spent $3,000 on a life-size wow. African American and then she,
1: grand. she gets on stage on a life-size black oh, guy puppet.
0: She gets on stage and apparently the only um uh what uh, would you w- say w- the only um dialect that she knew oh okay was uh a uh, British okay. Oh, so geez. she was just up there going hello blah 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 hello oh my like the gosh. whole time and like nothing made sense and I guess if again going back to kaufman if your was if your agenda yeah. was that but it wasn't yeah. and she started freaking out never saw her again so basically right, she right. spent $3000 on oh, a life-size gosh. puppet Do you did have one name
2: and number cuz I'd like to buy that
0: puppet. I know you always say that you always <laughs> want that what? puppet
1: <laughs> What I mean hello hello why My name is British I guess yeah. British is better than her trying to do like a black guy. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I think it'd be no, funny. I, like, I was big job. See, I think that's funnier. That, like,
2: I think that's funnier if she went up and was like,
1: I Yo, what up? I think it's funnier. That's why you want to get a hold
0: of that me. puppet. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's funnier for for you in the back of the room, <laughs> but for people who are like, I just paid money to see comedy. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, have you ever seen those videos on YouTube of the mm-hmm. people that um, YouTube like that, that, dance or? with the puppets yeah, on a stick? You know what I'm talking about? They have the stick off of each side of them. And it was a very big, like, variety show type of thing. Yeah. Michael those Jackson's things yeah
1: <laughs> like, she goes, he goes dead he goes only one of them is real and Homer's like yeah but which one, <laughs> one Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello I, I don't understand the British thing yeah. did, nobody we, did she, she wasn't British no but, she, but that's what she she had a yeah she had a dream for a British thousand black Thousand dollars. Puppet. I mean, did everyone just throw rocks at this girl? 3000 Who has three grand?
2: That girl is Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that girl was, <laughs> oh, that's great. became Phoebe Cates.
2: That's right. Phoebe Cates.
1: Wow. <laughs> Wait a right. minute. How far back are we going here? Hold and that on. girl became Alyssa Milano. And that girl was... Uh, Gertrude oh, Stein. Nope. I was going to say... The girl who played Janet... Take your time. Janice in... Thr- Wait, no, what? Janet. Oh, yeah. company. Three's Company, Joyce DeWitt. Oh.
0: Joyce
2: DeWitt. <laughs> Joyce DeWitt. That's who you're going for.
1: Absolutely. Here's another good question, because okay.
0: I'm, I'm a fan of this one. We try okay. to stay positive with our with our roles working behind the scenes in the film business. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that I've seen on set, women, that have yeah. come to set first thing in the morning, yeah. some are undone. Mm-hmm. Some are just naturally beautiful. Okay. Alyssa Milano, I will always put up top, comes in, no makeup on. She was drop-dead gorgeous. Really? She's oh yeah, nice I know. was in love with her. Really? Yes. And so, um, we got Scarlett on, we, Johansson. Never on the phone, yeah.
1: Alyssa. Are you there? <laughs> Hi, Brian. I'm <Thank> just <laughs> so much for the compliment.
0: I'm just telling. you, Some other ones would come in. I'm not going to name names, but some of the other ones would come in really? and they just they needed a lot of work. But Alyssa really? Milano, Scarlett Johansson, like that. That was just huh? like you need to huh? walk away from me because yep, like yep, yep. this this is getting weird. My is going to hit yeah. you
1: in the knees. Wow. And Jennifer That's Garner. A great Jennifer Garner, line, Garner was
0: really really beautiful. How about Oprah? In Selma.
1: I bet yeah. no one says that about me when I show up on set. You look thing. the same. I do. You always look great, man. You always. look great
0: without makeup, John. Especially without makeup.
1: All right, cool. Welcome back to the compliment John hour. <laughs> I was feeling down in the dumps. You guys are making me now feel Now you're feeling better. better? Two yeah,
0: beards I, and a pompadour. Welcome to the new show. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Two beards and a pompadour.
1: <laughs> uh, how, where, so, where, where
0: should we... I, we, we? Dan, here's how it works. Okay. We want to know the journey. We don't Uh want to know everything about you. We've we've covered some Uh, things we shouldn't. We will eventually
1: get to all the splendor that is there. Because you're like our our
0: podcast neighbor. You can stop by from time to time. Okay.
2: Let's do As it. As a visitor. Podcast, yeah. He's yeah. a
0: visitor, so he's a I live podcast in the neighborhood member. of Make Believe. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. So I come on the trolley. What we've really um, like to do the first time somebody shows up is we yeah. want to know where you came from, okay. when you decided you wanted to live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and we want to know that part of the journey when you actually said, that's it, I'm moving to Los Angeles. We want to know about that. So it's a quick story. Oh no it's not. Oh.
2: So I want you I to take born your time. In Los Angeles. That's right. <laughs> hey, you drive safely. Good night. Try to be everybody.
0: I was a baby baby actor. Yeah, I was a baby actor. So um let's just start there. Where mm-hmm. are you from and like at what point during that time were you like I want to be an entertainer, but more specifically I have to do it in the
2: I'm from Golden, Colorado, originally, and I... Now, is that want... the made-up one
0: for the beer, or no, is that actually... No, that's actually, real, that's Coors, actually Coors, Coors, Coors Brewery,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so there's right actually
0: there. a place called Golden.
2: Golden, Colorado, the foothills of, uh, of, of of Colorado, right outside of Denver, 20 Minutes. Oh, it's a great place, great place. Had lots of free beer, too, when I was 18. Well, not really. Eighteen, I was a little younger. But <laughs> well, anyway, times yeah. different back then. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I, I, you know, I knew I, it was so interesting because now you have kids, I have mm-hmm. kids, John yeah. doesn't have kids that we know about, right? Uh, that he knows about. But um, like with my kids, I'm always like. It's hard for me to kind of gauge where they're at sometimes because I want them to know what they want to do because I knew what I wanted to do from the time I was like seven years old. I knew I wanted to be a performer. I wasn't quite sure exactly what it was going to be. At that time, I was magic. I was into magic, into but, ventriloquism.
1: But what was it, like, did was did your dad show you something? What was it that at seven years old, that's a pretty, like, I was like, I want to be a baseball player. I want to be a fireman. I want to be the Incredible Hulk when I grow up. That's like... Dude, I don't know. Yeah,
2: exactly. I, it was just TV. I was a TV kid. Uh, uh, you know, in that day, in those days, there were three networks and it was just just like I watched, I watched TV, and I wanted to. I wanted. I, li- I always like to pretend, and I wanted to pretend and be somebody else. And I knew I found out very quickly that. You did that. You got to do that and get paid for it as an actor. You, you yeah. could you could pretend all the time and get paid and become somebody else. So and I just, well, did you
0: want to want be an actor per se? And I know you're kind of talking mm-hmm. about we're similar in age and the fact that when we were growing up, yeah. um, variety shows were a lot bigger, Huge. more popular. Huge shows like um, Carol, Burnett, um,
2: Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett.
0: But there was also a lot of shows, game shows, where people that you didn't even yeah. know who they were, but right. they were yeah. hilarious
2: on that game they show. Were they, they were personalities. They were personalities. People Love like Boat, George you know, Gobel, yeah. who would do the Tonight Show, who would go do twenty thousand dollar. Pyramid. I mean, you had all these different people who you didn't know exactly, like Charles Nelson Riley. I didn't know who he was until right. I watched Seriously? Lidsville, and I was like, oh, okay, it's that guy. But but he but he was doing match game when I didn't know who he was, but he was a personality. Paul Lind, I didn't know to, who he was until I was older, but I knew he was the center square on, on Hollywood Square. So it was just like, yeah, that was the time. But is where... that
0: what you were more attracted to, that style, or were you watching everything? All of it. You're watching it. Rockford
1: Files. But so watching Rockford whatever. Files, you Wild Wild West, everything. everything yeah. back then. You're oh, like, yeah. You three networks each network had six 10 15 shows and it was max. done at midnight done done yeah and the, literally signed off yep with there the flag there was no tv after midnight and then saturday mornings i would yep. be up so early that they would sign exactly. back on yeah and then do that pan of the declaration of independence, independence. yeah sure and, then, absolutely. and all of a sudden it was like school of rock yeah it was like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah. Schoolhouse rock man super friends yeah, these, no, these kids just, these days don't have no <laughs> idea. Uh, they now,
2: yep. son of a bitch Snappers, I hate them all, all of a sudden. Uh, uh, no, but that's... yeah. I just I knew I knew early on. I mean, I started out doing magic. I did uh, I you know you know my love for puppets. I mm-hmm. still want to get that African American puppet, but mm-hmm. I Hello. I love I loved puppets. I loved what? magic. I just the whole all of it, and I just knew and I knew for some reason I knew California. I was like, where do I want to go? Because I grew up in Colorado. I liked it, but it was very cold, and I was like, where is it warm? and so instead of new york it was always la and everything i loved about la was i saw from tv like you remember the show the magician with bill bixby where he was a magician who solved crimes which uh, is pretty 70s uh, uh, yeah 70s quad. Um, yeah. I don't
0: remember. You were
1: either right. in
2: a band or you were in a magician. Exactly. So you were in Josie this and the Pussycats. Between
1: catch. the Hulk and courtship of Eddie's father. It was yes. as a
2: matter of fact. And so it was 1972 I think. And so in the first half of the it only lasted for a season. The first half of the season his base of operations was the back of a 747. He drove his white Corvette up into the into, into the plane and that's well, where he hit well, out. Night
1: Night Rider. Probably right. Exactly. That, from that. Make yeah. notes. Second half this is of the, the way TV season it's
2: right exactly. Second half of the season they changed it because it wasn't testing well or whatever. So then the plane that no his base of oh. operations became the magic castle in hollywood and so i was like so i saw the magic castle knew it was a real place and read about it and stuff and so i was transfixed with that so i was like i gotta go to california because i got to see the magic castle and so just it was just everything come together it was this confluence of of entertainment kind of things i really didn't care what i did in fact i would have been happy even behind the scenes like everybody has a local clown who was your local clown in uh in well what? he was bozo was it Bozo?
1: Oh, was well, Chicago? Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Bozo. so you had Bozo. I We both had Bozo. Yeah. You both had Bozo. Yeah.
2: I had Blinky the Clown in Colorado. <laughs> so. I, when I was a kid, I used to go to Blinky's Fun Club every birthday. My mom would take me down to the studio. I'd get in there and I would watch it. And I was transfixed with with the floor manager, like, cueing yeah, him into a yeah. camp. Whoops, oh, sorry. That's all right. But, like, all like, that stuff, like, the lights, the, everything behind the scenes, and the fact that this guy was this great, happy clown. And then when the cameras went down, he like, get away from me, kid. I, mean, it was just <laughs> like, I was amazed that, wait, that's not who the guy really is when right. he's on TV. Just the whole thing was magic to me. And so I just, I knew then I used to go home and instead of playing, I was such a geek, still I'm such a geek, but I would go play TV studio in my basement. You know, that's what I wanted to do. So I don't remember a time I didn't want to do that.
0: Now, when you say you were reading about stuff, I mean, this is at a time, especially when you were a kid, you're know, yeah. talking about the internet. like. So where were, are you a, were you a fan magazine type of person? Uh, yeah. Were you running to the store and buying all fan like Fan the-
2: magazines or, like, because I was into magic, the way I found out about the Magic Castles, all the magicians would, you know, talk. I'd go down. There was a magic shop in Boulder, Colorado, called The Wizard, and this, these cool hippie magicians would, like,
1: <laughs> teach me teach me all this cool magic. I don't I know what is just happened. John, me? are you okay? <laughs> I, just, I think he's got a cramp. I just love that these cool hippie magicians. Yeah, man, like, they totally were. I don't were. know if any of those words. Really <laughs> sense. Man, these guys are cool. They're hippies, hippies and, and magicians. magicians. Magi. They're gonna. Would they make a joint disappear? Where exactly? was that television show? <laughs>
2: uh, it's it's being written right now. Is, yeah, hippie uh, magicians
1: that solve crimes, <laughs> dude. That's what you need to do.
2: I'm telling you, you got to bring back The Magician. That's my goal in life right now is to bring well, the show back. Well, then set it
1: on tour with the Grateful Dead and their hippies <laughs> and then just solve Let's crimes. do
2: Fish instead of Grateful Dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. I Demographic. Demographic. Yeah, well, I right, right, set right. it back in the
1: early 80s, but you guys you know, <laughs> want to make it present day. That's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so monkeys. I would read about stuff and I would talk to anybody who was interested in whatever art form it was and they, I would, you know, figure that stuff out. A buddy my dad's was a magician and he was he knew about the magic castle so he would tell me all about it and i was just i would had a lot of dreams about doing all that all that kind of stuff and i didn't know exactly how it was going to be then when i was in high school i thought okay maybe i want to do news that would be a fun thing i interned for a short time at a a news station for a week you know you get a career day or something in high school and uh, my dad knew a guy who worked down at the news station, the CBS affiliate. So I went down there and I interned. I was like, "Wow, this is this is cool!" You know, reading a teleprompter and stuff. And and so I thought, well, maybe I want to do news. So I went to college in Boston and I majored in uh, in musical theater, which I'd done a lot of musical theater to kind of get my feet wet in 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 high school and stuff like that. And I so
0: you kind of just you glossed over it. So you yeah. graduated, and what was how did you choose? boston
2: uh emerson college is the only place i was accepted so that's why i went there (laughs) no No, i i you know what i i took the act i was not a super i had one like really good school credit which was ap english yeah that was the only thing that was any good and so i got accepted to uh, emerson but when i saw the list of people who went there it was jay leno it was norman lear it was uh, I'm, 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 uh, uh, Stephen Wright. I yeah. mean, a whole bunch of people had gone to that school, and I was like, "Wow, that's." And also, there's no math requirement, so it was great. <laughs> Boom, I should have gone there. Yeah, so I, I knew that you know I could do physics for the media in in lieu of an actual math course, which was you know, hey, a plumicon tube. How many you know? How long does it take to get heat? Oh, already up? lost me. Something in the camera. Oh, anyway,
1: plumicon. I'm yeah, sure it's not. It's the old, not anymore. anymore. Yeah, not anymore, no. buddy.
2: I'm I learned like, to edit on three quarter inch uh, tape. It was oh, this big. Yeah. Yeah. Love those days. Um, But anyway, yeah, so I ended up, I knew I wanted to go to Boston. Uh, I got accepted there. I went sight unseen to that school, Um, majored in musical theater, realized very quickly that I didn't want to do musical theater because it was just, you could participate in and not have to be a musical theater major. It was crazy. It was just lots of crazy acting kind of stuff like, okay, you know, uh, deconstructing yourself. I was like, I don't need to, you don't need to do that. You either know how or you don't, you get better by doing it, but I'm not going to listen to some acting teacher who tries to mold you in their image because then you're doing them. You're not doing you. You know what I mean? Right. So, mm-hmm. so I changed my major to uh, television production and broadcast journalism. And I did that and I was, you know, did a whole bunch of that kind of stuff, but kind of was figuring out, okay, I want to, I want to act. So and then I, I interned out in L.A. for a semester of my senior year. So at, who sets BC. that
0: up? Like how did that happen? The school school sets that all up. But you were driven to get to L.A. Right? So oh, did you yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. did you seek out that specific yeah. internship? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: When I found out that there was a semester, you could either do a semester abroad, like in Holland or something, which all. Why would you go
0: to Holland for the entertainment exactly. business? I'm well, not well, quite well, sure. Well, smoke pot.
1: That's so what everybody you'd did. you'd go yeah. there for the weed and the hookers. Uh, yeah, okay, everybody right. went for well, the weed that's and hookers.
2: Good thing hookers. you two were on. John's major was weed and hookers. So. Um, I went
1: to Amsterdam after college. <laughs> <laughs> of course
2: well, you did. I'm, I'm shocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anything? Let's take a commercial break right here. Is there <laughs> anything you'd like to say about what happened to you in, in Holland, no, John? No, God. I'm just saying.
1: Like, some people... Something
0: had to have happened in Holland, John.
1: Well, I'm sure something did happen. Did yeah. it, a full-size did... African-American <laughs> puppet. Hello! Because when I think giant black dudes, I think, <laughs> <Hello>. Holland. <Yep. laughs> um Okay, so yeah, but... While everyone was going over to Europe, you were like, "Eh, I'm going to California. I'm going to California. I'm going to do a semester
2: internship, and my internship was, well, we'd go to classes, and then we had our internship, which was our major, the bulk of what we did. So I interned at NBC, the old NBC in Burbank, which kind of no longer exists, but it was when Johnny was doing The Tonight Show, and I worked on Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which became Saved by the Bell. So the first 13 episodes were called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And it was a Disney thing. And, and so it was
1: about the teacher. It was about, it was about uh,
2: Haley Mills. Haley Mills played this Miss Bliss. This is by the way? Yeah. What year is this? Uh, uh, that was 1988, probably. Okay. I was watching
0: that show. Okay.
1: So this yep. is your oh, first
0: time man. in L.A. See, no, I that, feel but, so old. Uh, oh, I'm kidding.
1: Watching it and laughing at oh, okay. it.
0: okay, yeah, 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 Well, that, that doesn't I make I him yeah. feel yeah. any younger. I was lost
1: in high school. Yeah,
0: yeah, But
2: this is your first trip ever at this point?
0: This is your first time out at L.A.?
2: No, I'd been out with my mom when I was like 12 came out here we went to Disneyland and kind of did uh, we looked for the magic castle in vain couldn't find it uh, because it was a big secret uh, so we back couldn't find then. It. yeah back then it was a huge and huge it was secret. there
1: was no like how are you gonna find No, how are you gonna find shit? it there was
2: no interweb there was and what no are you stop
1: at doing like, hey you do a yeah. yeah. shut shot? that's up, actually yeah
2: we asked people and nobody was like what the magic what so nobody knew and nobody would tell us but your mom's like Dan we're not asking any more guys with their shirts off <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> why not where the packs. magic castle is oh I can take you to a magic castle yeah
0: come here What's your name, son? Uh, so Which yeah. color magic castle do you want, kid? You want the blue magic <laughs> ah, castle, the little just, tiny red magic yeah. castle? And then Dan met Bill Cosby. Yeah. Oh and wow. The
1: magic castle he went. Oh, the Cause.
2: Come uh, on, man. Papador.
0: All right, yeah, so it's not so the um so anyway, so here you are. You're yep. interning on what became Saved by Saved the Bell. Saved by the
1: Bell,
2: and I. Um, that's kind of where the crossroads. That's where. It what happened. did you do as an yeah, intern? Just so say, I know. I, ask, I want. Did okay. anyone
1: yell at you? Like, oh, was there any? Did Zach You know what? Day Morris? one. Take
0: us
2: through day one,
1: because okay. this is really sk-
0: Like, let's be honest. First You're right, off, your kid right. from Denver. Yeah. You went yep. to Emerson. Where do you go? Yep. Yep. Do they set you up in a place to the the live? Oakwood Apartments. And... Oakwood Apartments. Oh, the
1: Coke Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That,
0: so that's kind of still what
2: that place is, right? Like a temporary, temporary housing. Oh, really? That's where I experienced my first earthquake. I um, that you are going to say something else. But a, that's a fine. Ball, something else. Why? Well, yeah. And Blumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Blumpkin. That was something. So else. they
0: set you up at the Oakwood Apartments. <laughs>
2: yeah, I had a professor did that. Yeah. A, a, okay. So, yeah. so, do you remember day one? Oh, going, I do. Going, yeah. Yeah. Going I to. In, um, Set. I, I, well, I remember walking on the NBC lot, and it was just like it was incredible. And the first thing I saw when I walked on walked down the midway because I entered from the f- I entered from the front, and I saw Johnny's parking space, Johnny Carson's parking space, it had a big star on it, and it was it was the one slot right before you go up the ramp to go into where the stages are. And I was like, oh my god, because I mean, I grew up. Watching and you're on Carson. the other side now. You're
0: on the you near
2: there. Yeah. Right? And this I called is... my dad, and that was the first thing I said, Dad, I'm standing in front of Johnny Carson's parking space right now. And which it later blew my mind because. The, the staff was so cool. My, one of my fraternity brothers. Can I mention the name here? Yeah, no, we don't care. This guy, Franco, gonna be Franco Barrio. No, no, no. He, yeah, yeah. he uh, The uh, most cool, cool guy in the whole world was a fraternity brother of mine who was running that show at the time. And he got me, he's the one who got me that job. And he was so cool because every day at five o'clock, they knew what I wanted to do. They knew I wanted to be an entertainer and stuff. So they would let me off to go... Watch Johnny do The Tonight Show. Oh. So I got out of work every day at five o'clock and I would go back and finish up to do scripts and collation and, and deliveries and all that kind of stuff. But they'd let me go and I would sit outside and I'd wait for Johnny to pull up in his white Corvette usually. And I would sit right kind of over on the side and he'd, hello, son. And he'd always give me a oh, little, really? little
0: wink. Oh, really? Yeah. And see? He, I didn't know this story. This yeah. is all I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ass. And he was, it was, it was magic. I mean, it was just because I had watched him, you know, it's just, it's incredible. You see Carson walking in. And so I would watch him go down, and then I got to sit outside the stage where the band was. I could position myself so the door was the stage door was a little bit cracked open, and I could sit right there and I could hear the whole show. And I sat right behind the band.
0: So you didn't go in
2: and watch the show.
1: No, they just no, let no. you
0: go hang
2: out. And I would hang out, out in the hallway. You would hang. I'd hang out in the hallway, I got and that then all wrong, yeah. and it was and but during the day when like I'd have a run to Brandon Tartikoff's office or something down the midway and you'd go into the executive yeah exactly the executive building I would drop something off I would have like five minutes and I would head over and I could sit in Johnny's you know it was all covered up but I could take some of the stuff off. And one of the guys, Gene Gene the Dancing Machine, do you remember the Gong yes. Show? by yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well Gene was a, he was a, a crew guy on The Tonight Show. That's what he did. He was a crew guy at NBC. He was so cool. So Gene was still alive at that time. He worked on The Tonight Show. He'd say, go ahead. He'd let me pull the, the stuff away, sit in Johnny's chair. I would walk out and you know, the floor was all, it was some kind of plastic stuff that made it real shiny so when the lights yeah, came out but and it, was so, a shit,
1: it was a shit material right, it was but, horrible, it was like, yeah. but it
2: looked great and there was, his star was right there so I'd go stand on his star and I would look out there because you know the cue cards in those days he would have cue cards running down the audience was up here in risers and then the cue cards were all here so I would sit there and just imagine I was Johnny and he
1: kept him out right because yeah 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 was it? Did I just talk with you about this? It, because no. he kept him out because he wanted to be able to skip jokes. Exactly. If, if he, if someone wasn't was going working. south,
2: he would skip it, and so that gave him complete you just freedom. Told me
1: about this. Uh,
2: it was. It was. So anyway, I was. It was so cool. So I would go down and hang out in that set, set, and then go do work. But it was very. It was a great experience. I learned so much, and I learned there that I couldn't because at that time I was still debating. Okay, do I want to be in production? <clears throat> Excuse me, or do I want to be an actor? And at that time, I thought, uh, well, if you're in production, you're so—and this is my dad's my dad's great idea, too. He and I had, had reasoned this out, and I later learned it's not going to work that way. But he was like, look, you're so close to it right there. Um, you're in production, so you can just then cross over, and you'll just be an actor, because you're already there. And I was like, Pop, that sounds great. That's going to make perfect sense. So Franco got me was an this idea. this over ice cream? Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, it was over rum. Um <laughs> And, uh, so dad was, uh, yeah, no, he was, uh, that, that's another great story about that. But it, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I was, Franco got me an audition for Saved by the Bell after I'd been interning there for a while. He knew what I wanted to do. I was studying at the Groundlings at that time. So I would, that's something else I would do. But go just ahead. so I'm
0: clear. So at this point though, you are now staying there. You're living there.
2: I'm living in the Oakwoods. And then every day I go to work at, at NBC. But,
0: but did, at some point, did you have to leave? Were you, did you have to head back?
2: Uh, oh yeah, your, your tenure was you, going to be done. You, right, so this is all exactly. This, this is, is just all on your end. This how long is the first is it, semester of oh, my in, senior year.
0: That's it. Yeah. So all of this is happening yeah. in one semester all of that's your happening. senior year. Right.
2: So I'm doing the groundlings. I'm doing that. I realize, okay, I I want to be an actor. I knew at that point because okay. long story short, Franco got me an audition. I auditioned for it uh, at Screech. At Screech, and I didn't get it. No. And uh, so I, I auditioned, and the producer. Uh, Franco called me in his office and said look um, do you want me to be straight with you and I said yeah and he said okay you didn't get the part and here's what the executive producer said he said I couldn't get over the fact that you're the kid who brings me my coffee or that's the kid who brings me my coffee and he said you did a great job but he said they can't see you that way so I knew that was an important lesson right there that Franco was telling me if you want to do this Ah. it's better to come off the street as a waiter or whatever and they see you as an actor rather than the production guy like you're either a coordinator or whatever
1: yeah
0: there's so much truth in that
1: I, that's
0: shitty though that, But it doesn't matter I mean, He's a guy but, With
1: no fucking imagination Okay like, well Dude That's like someone Who comes <laughs> in like Oh you don't, the you don't have a, You don't have a You don't have a coat You don't have like A, a, uh. a, sh- a chef hat on no, yeah. I don't. Can you just but I get imagine that. I am a Imagine I know. I'm like, but I get. I get it.
2: I get where I, you know. I get where they're coming from. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because then I was able to say, okay, so I got to decide now what I want to do. And my dad was, of course, like you know. And then they offered me a production job right there, and I could have quit school and not gone back my last semester and and been been in production there and gotten paid, which I was real tempted to do because I wanted to stay in L.A. But dad was like, you're so close to graduation. I paid
0: it was <laughs> money for it was down. really about that Graduate. let's be honest yeah, exactly. down, yeah. go, yeah, go back go home so. let's, let's yeah. hold off right there yep. for I want, I want to take a step back yes seeing Johnny Carson mm. when you're telling that story yeah. can you still envision him getting oh, out of yeah. the car like do you yeah is it still like you could almost like reach out and there was it, you're in that moment still yeah
2: especially one day in particular because he used to wear I remember well several times but he wore this he had this pink polo shirt that he would wear sometimes and he was really super tan because the guy played a lot of tennis and yeah. he, just, he looked great I mean he had no makeup on too when he came yeah. you know some people come in especially in TV and they're very pasty because it, typically in TV not as much anymore with the new technology but at that time it was still pretty old school video technology and you would be plastered over for TV yeah like a, an
1: insane amount of- of makeup. Yeah, compared to what they do now. Now, right? It used to, it used to like it was clown makeup essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. Cake it on.
2: Yeah, and so he, but he would just get out of this white Corvette with this pink shirt on and this bronze. T- it just he was like
1: a Greek, a Greek god. god. He was, and he's just
2: coming <laughs> towards you in slow motion, like. Hello, son. You know, and he's Johnny Carson. I was like, uh, it just, it, yeah, I can still, in, I can still envision it. You know, what? I mean, I th- love
0: th- Johnny
1: Carson. Oh, me too. That's
0: well, I mean, listen. There's very. Let's be honest. In in Hollywood terms, especially if you're going to come move to Hollywood, there's there's yeah. there's there's, there's a there's a handful, I think, of icons, legends, uh, all yeah. that kind of stuff that yeah. almost everybody's pretty familiar with. And and they they they, they say he's kind of a, a fading one. I don't I don't agree uh, with that because only because of what he created and what everything is, it's Brought just it's like, so you, LA. yeah, I mean, yeah. so you, and
1: then gave it the best okay. run it, it, had, it ever had ever had, yeah.
0: I mean, granted, were you guys best friends and had coffee? No, but the fact <laughs> that he even looked at and you and you. said hi to you, like could. that's, that's well, an icon acknowledging kid, that you exist. That's right. all that matters, right? And
2: as a kid, it allows you to dream because like I used to see Seinfeld when he would do his Tonight Show spots, he'd come in with, um, who was his friend, uh, why am I blanking on his name? He's basically like Costanza's character. But, uh, oh, Larry David. Larry David. Larry, no, not Larry David. Uh, it was another st- short, stocky... Larry Miller? Larry Miller. He and Larry Miller would always come in together when they do their sets, and one of them would critique the other one. So if Larry was doing his spot, Jerry would come with him and take notes, and they would do, debrief after the Tonight Show appearance and vice versa. So those guys would always come in together. So I got to see those guys come in. That was before Seinfeld was really Seinfeld. Yeah. And, but but I knew who he was of course and it was just so cool to see those two guys come in and they're like they're deep in thought and they're like they're making their plan out for tonight you know and they're helping each other like if it yeah. was Jerry's spot then he's like okay what if you do this I mean up to the last minute man it was all about you had to and they knew at that point Jerry was big enough that he knew he was gonna panel with Johnny so I think I'm sure I bet a lot of their confabs and I couldn't hear everything but you could hear some I bet they were planning okay it, what are you gonna do what when you are you gonna get to do the when couch?
1: You, when
0: you were get you hiding it? in the lights be
2: honest yes <laughs> uh, I wish, How many, man. did you
0: ever sneak in and' <laughs> the, 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 you're, you're saying some yeah. pretty like some some pretty like specific yeah. stuff. Don't, don't yeah. just be honest. Yeah. You broke in and you were hiding around, right? Yeah. Sometimes okay. I would be. I all mean, that's why i to be clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't always just hang out in the parking lot. No. no, no. Right. Not always. Not always. Because I'm assuming, as we all know, yeah. Once you know the system, yeah. yeah. I hate to say this, you but go around it. You, yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> he, he. You can. You know how
2: to behave. Act yeah. as long as you don't cause problems. Can, they're cool, yep. and they and if they know who you are, walk you know.
1: like you're supposed to be going where you're going. Yeah. Stand like you know you're supposed to be there. And fucking be nice to everybody. Yeah, no, that's it, and that's how you get on stage. Now, just yeah, never yeah.
0: look up from your smartphone and keep walking. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, diff- it's, it's different. It's a different approach. Yep. So you, you, uh, what other did you do? Anything? I mean, I'm gonna guess based on the way you're talking. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the other guys that we've talked to were like, "All right, tell us about your first day." Well, I was really lonely. I didn't know what to do. I have a feeling you always. <laughs> <laughs> had something to do and it was probably yeah. pertaining to how do I get back over by where all this is going on was yeah. that did yeah, yeah. you do other things did you socialize or any of that kind of stuff during your tenure or were yeah, you yeah. so I don't want to say obsessed because I don't want to make you no, sound like but a psycho I was. But... no
2: but I was very I was very driven I had a lot of friends that's the other reason the great thing about Emerson is a lot of people would either everybody would either go to New York or LA I had a lot of friends in LA so I would meet with people who graduated before me and stuff I would talk to them and they would give me great ideas how to, how to move forward how to always be going forward to do stuff. And so I would socialize, but it was usually with the idea of like, hey, how can we all help each other? How can we brainstorm to get to that next level? Everybody trying to help each other out. That's a good which,
1: yeah. positive atmosphere. It was great. It was great.
0: Uh, you've never been a big drinker, but were you a big drinker back then at all?
1: Uh, you know, not
2: then really. Did you party, I, Dan? I, Be I, honest. I did early on, but by that time I'd gotten it out of my system, I think. Because, okay. like, you, you mean in college by or when you got you to L.A.? By
1: the time you got to L.A., you got it out of your system?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, oh,
1: man. yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, I shot know. it right up my nose when yeah. I got
0: to L.A. John spent the first six months living on a little tiny porch. Oh,
2: that's hilarious. No, you know, and On actually, Coke. high school and high school and first part of college is where my big kind of party days were. And I, for whatever reason, I, I kind of—I mean, not that I didn't—I would certainly drink sometimes and stuff. But it was—you were not a control. I was not a a partier because I was just so directed. Like once I got a taste of, especially working at NBC, once I got a taste of that, I was like, how do I get? You know, it's like when you do stand up, when you have a good set. Or when you, when you do a show, even if it's a co-star or a guest star in a TV show, it's it's like a drug. You're like, how do I do this again?
1: You know, I mean, you know that, John. Yeah. You, you, That's why when you're done and you're like, oh, well, then now what? there's cocaine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this. So you're done. Yeah. Your first tour of duty is done yeah. um, in Los Angeles and you got to go back to Emerson. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you fake are you, tanning are at you, that point? You, you, because yeah. you've actually, yeah. Yeah. you see that success, with success... <laughs> comes a tan responsibility I, you yeah. tan responsibility. Yeah.
2: I bought a white Corvette and I bought a pink Isaac and I got really tan Oh, uh, well, you're Johnny Jr. they used to you. talk about yeah, Okay, I am. I am the guy they wanted off the lot that's <laughs> it they kicked me off the lot have you seen this man uh, yeah no it was hard to go back I'm not gonna lie it was really tough I was I had a real depression for about three months when I went back to Emerson because also I loved Emerson but it was the northeast it gets very dark and very Ooh, cold and yeah. you know and it can be depressing yeah and, man. Man, that I just shit come from the land. It
1: of... on your soul. It does. Like... It
2: eats at you. Yeah. I mean, you guys are from cold climates. You know yeah. how yeah. that is. And oh, yeah. then, especially when you've gotten a taste of wanting to do something so badly, when you
1: know what it is, you and know, you it's know like, it's not there.
2: It's not there. Like
1: if, if I I to have to go to like to Ashland, Wisconsin, be like, okay, now I'll try to figure out how to do comedy, like yeah, what? and ice fish. All right, and, so yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so ice you, fish. so you, you get back, you yep. graduate. Yep. From graduation to getting in a car or doing whatever you had to yep. do to get back to L.A., how much time had, had lapsed by, by the time you got yourself back out into...
2: Um, I went home for the summer, for the first part of the summer with uh, my mom and dad to kind of get everything packed up. By July, I was we were on a road trip driving out to L.A. Now, did you already have a yeah, job? Did you have a job or are you were
0: like, I don't care, I'm going out there didn't, and I'll make it? Didn't okay. have a
2: job. Didn't have a job, didn't, okay. didn't have a place to live, but I had a roommate uh, who I... We all,
0: there, here we go. Yeah,
2: one of my fraternity brothers wanted... Wanted to get a place, and we didn't know where it was going to be. And we found a place in West Hollywood, which I had no idea what it was in West Hollywood, and it was great. This and, is what year? This is eighty-nine. Uh, this, this was eighty-nine. Okay. Yeah, eighty-nine, ninety. Uh, so did I you had, cross
0: paths with Craig Coleman?
2: Uh, I did not. Although did I've you got see a great his Craig band Coleman's play story. at uh... yes. Yeah, <laughs> His, I scared the crap out of Coleman one night, though, because I, one of my characters, Captain Dale McKenna, who's the SWAT guy, you yeah. know, and Craig saw me outside of the Bitter Redhead getting ready to go in there, and i he didn't know it was me because he'd never seen that character, and he was smoking, and I was like... <laughs> excuse me son you know where the bitter redhead is and he's like oh no officer no and he's trying to trying to put the oh man he was uh, like, so I don't know if
0: you know that or not Coleman was in Los Angeles in 89 at
1: that time in at a punk, that time in a punk band
0: <coughs> well he was opening for
1: I, doing comedy
0: <coughs> the band that eventually became Korn he was their opening act doing yeah. stand up
1: yeah no way in Los
0: Angeles that's all he did he didn't do traditional stand up <sighs> he, he only did it <laughs> and he was that friends was so with
1: the lead well, singer well I know he's friends I at the time yeah I know he so. left the band and they got that other guy, and yeah, then yeah. Corn.
0: did you happen uh, to see a, a, a body marker on the street at one point? i near mean, a uh, no, okay, all right, because then you guys may have crossed past the same eve.
2: So, um, Coleman gave me one of my first gigs in stand up though, like you did he? too, yeah, at the West uh, Third Street Promenade, that little show that he used to run, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was so cool to me, he let me go up and, and experiment. That was and a good room, and, yeah, really. Good, really Someday good
0: I'll time. tell the story about how I had to stop a murderer,
2: all right, <laughs> oh, so, no. um.
0: The, so you right. you 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 and a buddy. Now you were yeah. meeting this guy out there, or you drove because you drove out with your parents. I drove out with
2: my parents, and then How they, was that? Uh, It was you know it was great. Were they it mad was, at you? Uh, no, they were so supportive. I got they wanted say. you to pursue Did your dreams. Did people they, drive
1: up next to you and call you a nerd?
2: Uh, yeah, and other things. And I said, <laughs> yeah, guilty as charged. For. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Were you just doing magic tricks in the window? To I was other doing cars? yeah I
2: was doing French drops and I was doing <laughs> coins and cards mainly. Yeah, and I had a bunny. <laughs> Hey, your gerbil. dad's
1: hung on the horn. My son's doing close-up. Hey, guess <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Check it out. Hey, like, show hey. him another
2: trick, sonny boy. <laughs> oh, Lord, my dad. My, my dad used to have this great thing because he he had it all figured out. And so when I was living in L.A. after they'd gone back and everything, and he would call me up and he'd be like, so is it tough out there? And I'd be like, yeah. He'd say, you know what you need to do? Can you make friends with like that David Hasselhoff or somebody who does the mini series? Like, how about uh, the guy who plays Magnum? What's that? Tom Selleck? You know, he does a lot of miniseries. If you get to know somebody like that,
1: so so parents and he
2: was like, serious. Yeah, and he was friends have been serious. the
1: same for a long time <laughs> because that's the same. <laughs> have you thought about getting into movies? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. What? No, right now I've just been Martin going after slideshows, Dad.
2: So
0: something. yeah, I don't know. Oh my God. So you uh, you you uh, your parents drop you off drop at your buddy's off. house. I
2: get I get a get a place That's in West a long Hollywood. way to have your parents drop you off at your friend's house. Yeah. Play date. It was yeah, it was. But it was a great play date. W- where and where was the place? Uh, Hayworth Avenue, right down the street from the DGA, and it was also right, you know, right Where's near. That could have uh, been cheap though. Uh, or was it was it red dirt cheap. It was dirt area. cheap. It was one bedroom and we, and we he st- slept out in the living room area and I slept in the bedroom. How'd and you work that uh, out? Rock, paper, or he, scissors or what? Uh, he was cool. He just was like, uh, he was Good like, man, care. you take the take the bedroom and I'll take this and he was super did cool. You,
0: did he not want to see your magic all the time so he figured <laughs> you could just do that in the room? You could close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you think there was... Well, crap. I had my
2: keyboards in there too so uh, that makes it You had things that he just didn't want. Take
1: your nerd brigade. So if we were to Uh, if if we were to say something when you say it out loud it sounds so (laughs) weird I had keyboards and my puppets and all my magic tricks and my (laughs) my magic hello hello
0: so, I, I think if if, if, yeah. if anybody is listening who's thinking about out oh to by Angeles, now. no, 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 they <laughs> like, now know that if you want to get the room, bring a yeah. bunch of weird what? shit with you that <laughs> exactly. they don't want to see
1: in the main room. Hey, man, I just don't want to be you. in
2: the room with your ventriloquist figures. Is so that cool? I brought yeah. my
1: dummies and a couple of goat's heads. Where should I? Oh, you want to take the bedroom? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right. No hey, Charlie, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad you committed to not moving your lips. Yeah, exactly. Even that was we're in talking front in front of the, the microphone. microphone. That's good. No, so, it
2: worked for Edgar Bergen, man. Don't mess with something that works. You know the,
0: what I mean? Um So the, your buddy that you moved in with, is yeah. he uh, is he just in there for production kind of stuff. Uh, was he yeah, before? he's he was now the
2: uh, he's one of the heads of. Uh, well, I, sh- I don't know if I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he, yeah, he's. No, one no, one of, no, it's fine. All right, he's he 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 one didn't of the heads of. Uh, wrong,
1: dan
0: Yeah, why do you come off?
2: Is it okay if I say things about people? I don't know. I'm so used to doing sponsored programming for so long where it's just oh we
1: just if you're gonna if you're gonna like if you had a run in with an actor and he was no dickhead, this is this is a great don't, guy don't his don't name's like, his
2: name's david hudson he's one of the heads of a tnt of, of turner and he's he's a great he's a great guy and we he was a fraternity brother of mine and he um, we again no, another one of those people that we helped each other out and so the laugh factory is right up the street and so another great story of how we helped each other out one of our neighbors was a gal who worked with george shapiro and she was george shapiro's assistant who managed jerry seinfeld and a whole bunch of other people and so that's how i got my side card i was working at the Groundlings, i was doing shows and everything and George came, Diane, uh, through my friend David, uh, Diane came to see me do the Groundlings with George. And George was like, you need your SAG card? And I was like, yeah. And so he got me my SAG card on a movie called Sibling Rivalry that another client of his, Carl Reiner, was directing. So I, I got my SAG And it was just like, but it was everybody helping each other out. And that was a huge thing for me so when
0: you center. got back out here yeah. and you know once you got your
2: keyboard
1: all
0: set up and stuff like that it was <laughs> a
2: Casio, what'd you, yeah.
1: what'd you have that Casio I of the cool
2: 80s stands yeah. too it had a three tier so I could do the Toto kind of thing yes you know? it was really of course awesome. you did oh yeah. you
1: didn't really you didn't I, I would want them in like an L like kind of like how the guy only if you're playing bon in concert
2: but if you're if you're, just oh. if you're always going to be alone like this <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> but which... if no one's ever going <laughs> to see you do this
2: truer words have never been spoken stacking's better for your back all right so
1: space
0: God. How long, yeah. um, when, when you first moved out there, how long before you actually did it? Now, did you, even though you had started realizing that, okay, I got to be an actor, I got to be funny, yeah. but I have experience being a PA or whatever, oh, yeah. working in production, did you did you try to go just go get a regular job, or did you actually have money in your back pocket, and you just decided to not do that?
2: I had saved some money, and so I uh, immediately tried to find a job, and the only work I could get was as an extra uh, I did some extra work and the best extra work I ever did was on Star Trek, the next generation. Ooh. So I got on Star Trek, the next generation. And I actually, how got, long
0: after you got out there, did you get work?
2: About a month, a That's month, not bad. a month and a half. I got on there and I was a regular, like they had me as one character who got killed off and I never had lines. But, um, if you see the episode, I mean, you actually, you can see me very clearly Is it on Netflix. Uh, it is, and there's another one. If What's you to your this,
0: episode? Well, here's the one I you're see you get killed.
2: I played Ensign Williams in. I was a, a crew member in one. If you go to the Star Trek wiki, you can actually see a picture of me on the holodeck painting with Captain Picard. But anyway, so that was. Uh, I I got this. I got. <laughs> thank this. you for the random fact. I know, Continue. Thank you very much. Um, I got a gig on Star Trek and I went. I mean, I worked a lot, all I wanted to, because they had a certain number of crew people they wanted to use. So you became familiar, even if it was just in the background, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. were in a blue outfit, if you were red, if you were security, whatever, they wanted to have the same people all the time. So anyway, I, I got that gig, realized very soon after, after about a month and a half, that I can't do that because when I would go to auditions, I was very tentative because as an X-ray, you're told not to walk, especially at Paramount at that time because you're on the bridge walking around. The The stage is old and it creaks, and there's only so much of that that they can take out. So they were like, walk gingerly across if you're doing crosses behind All the, extras the, like, the captain because it
1: the Starship Enterprise would not be like, you know, with – so uh, the ship is breaking. Exactly. <laughs> so I was just,
2: in every way, it made me be tentative. And I would go to auditions and I was tentative. And I could sense that in myself. And that's why I wasn't booking anything. and I wasn't getting any jobs. And I so I was like, I need this money, but I had to quit it. So I, I walked yeah, away from like it.
1: like most self-aware person of all time. Like, <laughs> he's, got, you know, he's got problems. Uh, yeah, I mean, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. So, no, but it's just you know, you get that feeling of think you're you're racking your brain when you go on auditions and you're like, "Why am I not booking this? What am I what is it?" There? Sometimes there's nothing you can do, but sometimes there is basic things you can do, like, "What am I am I too, am I wanting it too much? Am I not wanting it bad enough? Am I too prepared? Am I not prepared enough?" What is uh, it? First you know?
1: of all, I don't think too prepared is a thing. Second yeah, that's of all, true. <laughs> I always and I mean always yeah. give my greatest read. In the car, on the way home from the audition. <laughs> like, I literally, I'm like, why didn't I say that? Exactly. Ah! Like, oh, fucking, I know. Oh, I don't. What? No, I don't smoke before auditions. No, afterwards. That's why you're so relaxed. Oh yeah, you're. Okay. You know, it's like I <laughs> yeah. get in my car, I'm like, hey man, you know what I should have said, hey man. Yeah. I, no, I get I get in my car, I'm like I want to do that again. Mm. Then I realize I'm in my car. I'm like, oh. Sorry. <laughs> so Dan, as yeah.
0: as we're, as we slowly start winding up this first yes. phase of your life, which has been amazing. Yeah, yeah, I don't very, know if John knows about uh, this. I but... did
1: not know. I I think maybe you told me this this. The Carson, yeah, standing on his star, I think, oh, like at, yeah, at his yeah. mark, you know. That's still days. amazing. Where is
2: all that stuff now? I have no idea. I was probably in some trash heap somewhere. No, the no, they no, they probably had. To no, save I mean they cannibalized this, this whole town. I mean everything. I tried to find a few years ago. is I'm a huge fan of like where things were shot and stuff. Like I wanted to find where Mayberry was done, where Hogan's Heroes and that stuff. And it's mm-hmm. all that was stages in Century City that they've just they've plowed over in it's parking lot.
0: Sure, that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, you would think like because Carson had done that show for so long, the, they would the have Saulian saved. Would take it. Yeah, somebody. You know I mean. would Maybe think
2: that. I don't know. I know one of his original backdrops, the first uh, the nighttime backdrop that he had, is at mm-hmm. the Magic. Yeah, I've seen that. It's behind the bar. uh, Yes,
1: that's true. I I saw that. I've also been to the Magic Castle. Oh, yes. I I have
2: too. I went with Dan one night. I
1: finally got to go. Uh, after all these years, after all, finally, I saw. I watched him perform there. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, know, I watched perform? him perform. Yeah. Went down with him. From a him small forward. boy who couldn't find it to a man <laughs> performing on its stage. Yes.
0: The um and he was doing yet another character. <laughs> yeah. Um, but
1: <laughs> himself, the magician. Uh, obviously,
0: <laughs> we'll have you back to kind of you know continue oh, to follow you through your life. But um, <laughs> one of the things that you didn't cover here that yeah. I want I want you to, John I want you to tell John is um Dan I don't remember what mm-hmm. job you had yeah. Dan had to bring alcohol to someone very famous. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Okay. So I was working as a production assistant between acting jobs, my great buddy, best man at my wedding, Cisco Henson, who's uh, now the head of production at New Wave Entertainment. I know Cisco. You know Cisco very well. And uh, New
1: Wave is doing all the specials. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. And all those guys.
2: So Cisco got me, he would always be so kind to me and get me gigs to get me through if I was down for a few weeks or something and needed money. So one of the shows that I worked on was the Television Academy Hall of Fame Awards. And um, that night, I think Milton Berle was getting honored. And one of the guys honoring him was Frank Sinatra. So I got the call that I had to get some uh, Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels delivered to Mr. <laughs> Sinatra's trailer and so I was like, really? I just take it and I had to put it in a paper sack and I walk it over there and I, I knock on the trailer door and I hear, yeah! I was like, um, I, I, Mr. Sinatra, I have something here and he opens Start the door.
1: giving me booze! <laughs> exactly!
2: So I I, I took him that and, uh, and it was awesome because he, I think he had a little bit too much that night and he gets out and he got off prompter and they were taping it. It wasn't live so it was live to tape so they could they could mess with it but he gets out there and he got off on the prompter and he couldn't say what he was saying because I think he was probably, he maybe had a, a couple at that point and he had the best line I've ever heard in my life. He said, sorry about that. I think I swallowed a shot glass. I was like, oh my God. So classic. when he opens a door,
0: right, yep. and you're yep. giving him was that another one of those things? You're like, that's oh, uh, that's mean, Frank Sinatra that I'm
2: staring yeah, at right yeah, now. Unbelievable! The chairman of the board, or as my wife would say, the head administrator. We saw him in New York one time. Uh, Jill, my wife was doing a show on Broadway, and so we're sitting at this little pizzeria, and he and his entourage come in, and my wife's like, "Oh my gosh, look who it is!" This is after you that already. After I this is long when we were we were dating or we were engaged. I think at that point she was like,
1: "It's the head administrator."
2: I said you mean the chairman of the board? <laughs> You're like, ah! yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's the headed it's Comptroller Sinatra.. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Jill. Because
0: you're Dan Satchoff. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Johnny Carson, yeah, of course, right. Home yeah. run. Frank Sinatra. yeah, yeah of course, Home know. run. Who's the one oddball person that most people would be like, whatever, but you were like, oh, yes. Specific.
1: Like he's score. Got William, okay. Kat, De- yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I have, I have my my setup.
2: Okay. You want to know one of the one of the people, and I'm sure if I thought about it more, but this one jumps out to me right now. I did an episode of Ellen, uh, which are, the first incarnation of her show was called yeah. These Friends of Mine. Yeah, and so it was when it was that, and so I, I did an episode. Watched
0: that show. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, but I continue. I,
2: I it. did an episode of that show and. Earl Bowen, who played the doctor in the Terminator movies, you know, he was always the guy who didn't believe Sarah Connor, and he's the one who commits her and everything, and he yeah. ends up getting stabbed in the neck and in stuff. the whole. second one, so yeah. So, Earl was in that episode, and he was friggin' awesome, and his wife was played by Kitten in Father Knows Best, Eleanor Donahue. Okay. Um, so, she, she took me on a tour of the Sony lot, because she'd been under contract when she was a kid, so she knew Clark Gable, she knew all these people. She wow. took me on a walking tour at lunch of the whole lot with Earl, and she she showed me where Clark Gable's dressing room was, where Cary Grant's dressing room was. Told me stories about stuff that happened. It, it was, it was, it was incredible. I was like, I, again, another one of those times where I called my dad, and I was like, "Pop, you will never guess where I'm at right now, and who's given me a tour of." And Earl Bowen taught me how to cry. On cue, and he taught me like because he is was it a nose hair he thing just or like it is? And punches Dan in the he, dick he, he every would, time exactly <laughs> yeah so ah, who, does exactly. so who doesn't know he's written that up now and that's uh, that's actually copywritten, so you have to pay Earl <laughs> uh, five cents right now
1: yeah, it's Very called the dick popular. punch method yeah
2: uh, it's called the dick punch cry yeah no but he, but he was a Steppenwolf actor and so he has all this great technique, but anyway that was one of, that was just one of a few but that was uh, I loved it it was incredible that's awesome you get a chance of that because I watched that I watched Father Knows Best growing up too another one of those rerun shows that you would just see constantly. And Eleanor Donahue, and she was so cool that she would take her time to do that. And she knew that I was interested in show business history and stuff, and that she would take her time to do that. She didn't have to do that, you know.
0: I think one of the things you're always going to learn about this business is that nine Mm -hmm. times out of ten, everybody that you're dealing with is is they're super sweet people. Like I think there's this misconception of like arrogance. I think there's a small percentage of people. Yeah, there's a small
1: percentage, and then and
0: but that goes for anywhere in life and any job. Yeah, my
1: dad always said that. There's gonna I go I said something. A bunch of assholes. He goes There's gonna be assholes holes <laughs> Everywhere you go, yeah. you just need to figure yeah. out how to maneuver around them. Yeah. Or, you yeah, yeah. Know, but it's like that kind of stuff that fits. you
0: share with us today, of like these little yeah. moments that just go to show you that there is a human aspect to all this. This is um, what I love about this show: is like there's a, yeah. a human aspect. Yeah. Thank, yeah. dude. Thank you for visiting today. Thanks yes, for having me. Thank you fun. very
1: much, Dan. Fun. I had no a idea blast. you'd actually be. Uh, <laughs> we look, we look
0: because I know you got more stories. So we look forward <laughs> okay. to finding out yes, when you sure. decided to wear, start wearing wigs and
1: mustaches. All right, great. We're gonna have to do is like go back and listen to everyone's first episode. Where we left off. <laughs> Before we just have him come in and tell Johnny Carson stories. That's again. it. Yeah. People did you like, ever hear the Carson yeah.
0: story? Hey guys, can I tell you about sucking pennies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, next week I'll tell you a
2: story about oh, sucking pennies. Excellent, excellent. Thank what you for the halls, watch? by the way. It was great. Ah, good oh, stuff. Candy Irwin yeah. style. Mm-hmm. Another Hollywood Anonymous in the uh, in the can, in guys. The can. Thank
1: you for listening, Dan Up, Thank you for visiting. Thank you, sir? all things. Where do we find you? Uh, you go to
2: dansatchoff.com. Or uh, you go to the if you need some corporate entertainment, go to waitershow.com. That's
1: Comedy good. waiters. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Dan does corporate gigs. He's better than all of us.